voice in your speakers right now. That's us, Nick and Sean Thomas from the HQ Boys, taking the suck out of your Monday with a brand new episode of That Rules, a weekly podcast where we talk about the stuff that we think rules. That Rules is filmed in front of a live internet audience every Monday, this week on Thursday. Sorry about that on twitch.tv slash the HQ Boys. And as always, this episode of That Rules is brought to you by Espionage VR. If you want to spruce up your look, I thought I was wearing my shirt. You're not wearing your shirt. Holy moly. If you want to look sicker than we look now, you go to espionagevr.com, use code HQ15 to get 15% off your order, and do yourself a favor. Look fucking tight for the first time in your life, probably. And as always, <clears throat> thanks to Elgato for giving us the gear we need to make great stuff for you. A little housekeeping for you in the pre-show. I got a DM from a kid I knew when I was like 13. Asked me if I still make rap videos. And I said, he's got crypto in his name. And I was like, what's your budget? Oh, dude, he's fucking. He's typing? Oh, he's typing, typing. Let's hear it. Um, You're get, You guys are getting a live react to a DM right now. So he hit me up asking me for a video. I said, oh, what's your budget? Yeah. Nick said sub $1,000. I was right. 600 to 1,000. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I'm almost uh, 30. <laughs> yeah. I can't do your video for $600, man. And like, where is he? On Cape Cod? Sirens yeah. are on our end, by the way. Sorry about that. You wouldn't believe what happened with my last situation. I gave someone a deposit and they ended up going to jail. Fucking whack, LOL. I can send you the song. No, thanks. Yes. No. I don't. I need it. You can DM him. No. I'm not, he wants to send it to you. I'm not going any further with this bit because I'm not doing the video. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask for the song. What if you say, no, that's actually I can't do that much money, but I do want to hear the song because I'm curious. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Um That's dark, but to be expected from that guy. Some things about Cape Cod never change. Oh, some other housekeeping for you. There's, there's a rap show going on downstairs. Yeah, it blows. And it's really loud. So if you're hearing rumbling through the microphone, sorry. It's fucking the noise, the noise emporium over here. Dude, for real. Like, she makes so much noise down there. So we've talked about before this girl who rents below us who has, like, an art studio. And COVID. And lately she's turned it into a venue. And it's just, like, fucking bonkers all the time there. The setup of it is bad too. Yeah. You walk in and the stage is immediately on the left. Like, and this is a, a narrow room. So you're like, the stage is right by the front door. And then there's this big archway in the back of the room where you think setting up a stage would be like really fucking cool looking. Yeah. But no, it's, it's a mess. And they're just being loud for the sake of it. It's so loud. Her and the cops. It's so loud. Um, I want to talk about something. Go for it. I have not been able to get a certain character out of my head that we ran into today in real life somehow. So Sean and I go to Starbucks earlier. Oh, the greaser guy. <laughs> Dude. Sean and I go to Starbucks earlier and we walk in and we're over in the line area and Sean goes, ah, that guy over there really wants to be a fucking greaser. And I'm like, that's a weird sentence, but let's check it out. And I look over and I can only see this guy's head and he's got hair kind of slicked and he's got a, a on purpose little curly cue coming right down the middle. I was like, yeah, he's got he's got a little bit of a greaser look. I'll give him that. And I keep looking this dude full blown. I'm going to give you the head to toe. The slicked hair, little curly cue. He's got he's he's a little buff, 
not not big, but like he's a, a little he's got a little bit of meat on him, a little bit, and he's wearing this like I don't even think buff is buff is like completely the wrong word. He's he, lean. He was like a skinny dude. The shirt emphasized anything he had because he's wearing this like tight crispy white t-shirt and it's it's a little too small for him in today's standards and he's got his cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve and only one of the sleeves is rolled up like that so and then he's got it tucked in to blue jeans he's wearing the black belt and he's got the black combat boots on the whole getup. and so i'm yeah. i can't stop looking at him i'm talking to sean i'm still thinking about it sean's moved on at this point i'm like dude this guy's fucking crazy and then it dawns on me oh what week is it it's Halloween week. It's a Thursday before Halloween. Thirsty Thursday. Maybe he's going to a Halloween party. And I'm hoping that he's going to a Halloween party. And he gets his coffee and he goes and he leaves the, the shop. And Sean and I are like chatting, whatever. Sean orders coffee. We go stand by the window. And I look out and this guy is leaned up against the wall. We're in a in a plaza with like a Ralph's grocery store. And he's leaned up against the wall of the yogurt land. Legs doing the crossed like cool guy stance. And he's sucking on a cig, sucking on the coffee. Hair's slicked back on greaser mode. And Sean's like, dude, he's fucking standing like a greaser. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't like he just. Did he just watch The Outsiders? He's trying to stay gold. I can't really tell what's going on here, but maybe he's just waiting for something. I keep trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, and he, he owned me. He gets in his car, which is this like all black, kind of like rusty Mustang, old Mustang, like muscle car. It was insane. And I've got pictures of everything, so I'll post them in the Discord <laughs> later for you, but this guy has been on my mind nonstop because, you know, like I was thinking about people who – are part of a subculture that is not so popular. Okay. And I'm thinking like we, we grew up with a lot of like crust punk looking people yeah. like, and in Austin and Lowell and whatever we're seeing that. And there's a lot here and there's so many of them that you're like, yeah, that's, that's their look and their thing. This is the one greaser. He's the only one. Yeah. He's keeping it alive. Honestly, it really looked like he was like an extra in a movie or something. Yeah. It was too much of a costume. It was, yeah, it was a lot. For, what, and we were thinking like Halloween's this weekend. Yeah. Maybe he was getting Halloween mode ready. But the car. The car. Everything. And, and, and like the the stance. He was I wish you guys up. could have seen the way he was drinking his drink. He was two seconds away from pulling out the switchblade comb. Yeah. Like in my face. <laughs> that would have been sick. I wish he had. So yeah, he's, I just needed to get that off my chest because that guy ruled. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I wrote something down real quick. Just just a quick that rules. Okay. Uh, that rules too at the beginning. I finally paid my taxes off. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So I've had uh, – when I moved to L.A. in like 2017, I've been uh, – I was freelancing until just this year. And I had a lot of back taxes I hadn't paid. And I was paying like 500 bucks a month in taxes. And finally, just slammed the final payment today. So now I'm free of the tax man. Wow. Until the next time the tax man comes for me. Were you setting aside money every month? Yeah. Are you going to keep that pocket going? No. Mm. Because I need the mental money back, okay. you know? Sure. Like, even if I'm putting aside the money to spend on whatever else, because I've already got other pockets for, like, fun stuff, like league scans or, like, food, whatever. I just need that $500 back in my balance Every sure. month, you yeah. know. Um, well, that's good. That probably feels good. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely a burden that I'm happy to be rid of, especially because I, at the end, I like forgot to make like a payment or two because I was like, oh, I know I'm like about to be done, so I'll just slam it. And the IRS is like, we're going to start leaning your paychecks, which is where they just take money from you. Mm-hmm. And I said, no thanks, I'm done. Yeah. I'm all wrapped up, buddy. Yeah. Um, the reason that this episode is late is because on Tuesday, two days ago, I went to the new My Hero movie event with Zach. He got invited by Funimation and uh, – fuck, dude. This is uh, this is actually – that sucks. Isn't this that rules? He got invited by Funimation and he asked me a couple weeks ago, like, yo, do you want to go to this thing with me? And I was like, well, I'm not caught up in the new season yet. And he was like, it's, it's ri- literally not placed anywhere important. So you can go. And I was like, okay. And uh, so we went – it was really cool. Is at LA Live, right downtown. There are like so many downsides of where we live, but the random upside is anytime we have to go do a thing downtown, you know? Like when I went to the courthouse, 10 minute drive, LA Live, 15 minute drive. Lakers. Lakers, exactly. So uh, we go to this thing, they have us, you know, dress up, and there's tons of influencers there. Uh, like, Ludwig was there, all of like OTV and their extended friends were there and um, just a fucking a ton of people. Uh, the uh, that new Apex streamer, Chains Like This, Nicewig, who just got signed to 100 Thieves, he was there. Those uh, those comedians, RDC World, were there. It was like a ton of fucking people. And it's always sick to see like big fucking anime posters and whatever. And there was a little red carpet event, which is cool. It's so underwhelming like what you think a red carpet is versus what it is it's just a little it's just a little zone where they got the the fucking photo zone but zach had hit me up a couple days before the event and he was like oh do you want to get paid to take some photos because i have to post for funimation i was like yeah sure i'm going anyway and i checked my camera in the morning i haven't used my camera in a couple months probably since like my second month at tl because i've just been doing this shit and Right before we're in line, Zach's going to go up on the on the walk in like two minutes. I'm like, I'll take a photo, get my exposure right. And my camera gives me some warning I've never seen. It's something about the lens not connected. And I was like, huh, okay. Let me try to fix this. And I fuck around with it for like two minutes. And I look at Zach and I'm like, can't take a photo. And uh, so he's chill about it, obviously, because he's a reasonable person. I took some photos of my phone whatever. And uh, we're walking around and – Get ready for this. We're waiting in the – so there's like a zone. You can like get snacks. They have big Kit Kat bars and cookies and popcorn, whatever. Then you go into like the tent. It was like an outdoor tent zone. And we're just waiting there and he called his agent guy thing. and was like, yo, when can we go in, get our seats, whatever. And he's like, I'll come find you in a couple minutes. We're standing there just talking and this tall Asian dude runs up to Zach and goes, yo, TSM. And Zach goes, yeah. Because, like, what's he going to do, you know? And Called him TSM? Just called him TSM. Just called him TSM. And I'm immediately stressed. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why'd you do this? Oh, and then man. the guy is like, oh, dude, like, what do you do now? And Zach's like, I still play professionally. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I, just, I don't really – I kind of fell off. And Zach's like, yeah, I know. And the guy's like, oh, well, dude, I, I make these um, 
these cards and he shows us these my hero like tr trade create trading cards like collectible cards and he's like dude it's it's like pokemon cards but my hero as if like anybody would see these cards and not know what they were immediately yeah and he's like, oh, dude, like, like, which one do you want? And he shows Zach, he like shows Zach th them this way with all the characters facing. And the yeah. guy's like, no, you got to do it the other way. And he's like, oh, shit, right. And he flips it over so that it, Zach has to like blind pick a card. And Zach winds up pulling Todoroki, pretty pog. Hell yeah. But um, it was super fucking cringe. And then he was like, yo, we're doing an after party later if you want to come. And Zach is like, uh, yeah, maybe, bro. And the guy's like, yo, let me get your digits. And Zach like looks at me and he looks at the guy and he's like, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, and the guy takes his phone out and Zach's like, oh, you got Discord? Yeah, yeah, Discord is way better to, to reach me at. And just gave gave the guy his fucking Discord tag. Wow. <sighs> that is so rough and cringe. And cringe. And my skin's crawling now, days later, and I wasn't even there. Dude, yo, TSM. Yeah. Which is like... Not Zach's name and not a team he played for. I am feeling unwell. Try being there. About this situation. We felt it for hours because <laughs> like, what the fuck is even that? Did you just keep calling him TSM for the rest of the night? Yep. Nice. Yep. And uh, so then we go sit down. Oof. Yep. And um, seeing the movie in like an outdoor theater was kind of weird because the audio was shit. Oh, I didn't know that the whole shit was outside. Yeah, it was all outside because like COVID protocols and whatever. You had to wear a mask whole time. Um, and they had, it was weird. They had like a VIP section, but mm -hmm. the VIP section was not like the closest to the, to the theater or to the screen. It was like we had fine seats, but um, the movie was actually pretty good. Everything before the movie was a little weird. They had the voice actor for one of the new characters come out and talk for a minute, but it's a character that only appears in the movie, to my knowledge. It's definitely actually because of where they go in the movie. And there I go, like, the voice of, of Rudy Souls coming out, or Rudy Souls, and we're like, uh, who? who's that? <laughs> like, it wasn't who? fucking Bakugo or whatever. Yeah. And he comes out and he, like, says, what's up, nice guy, whatever. Then they bring out the CFO of Funimation. Wow. And like, why the CFO, like the money guy, he was just like the only guy available in the C-suite, you know? And they're what talking. What did he have to say? <laughs> well, he's like, he's just basically talking about, he said some, he said some stuff where he was like, oh, um, you know, we all as anime fans, uh, you know, we get to – he said the rest of the world is learning what we already knew, that anime is like a really great place to like feel, um, you know, feel togetherness and feel empowered and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, yeah, that's cool. People are catching on the anime is dope. And then he like basically says at the end, like the movie comes out Friday, tomorrow, uh, if you're watching this live, and you know – grab a friend who hasn't seen it or maybe isn't into anime or whatever and take him out to the theater and like, you know, get him into anime. And it's like, I get what you're doing from a marketing standpoint because we're all seeing this for free right now. And you want us to bring people to the theater, but they're like pushed to get it to the theater. It's like, you know, first of all, lots of people just probably don't go to, don't want to go to a theater right now. Second of all, you guys have a big streaming platform. Mm -hmm. And I know there's like a bunch of different deals between like, fucking Toei and 
or Toho and fucking Shueisha and whatever. So maybe you can't release it on Funimation.com right away, but like maybe you should. It feels like setting it up for failure to like push it to the theater a little bit. Like I was on the AMC app earlier Mm -hmm. and I was surprised to see the My Hero movie in Mm -hmm. Montebello. Mm -hmm. And that was just kind of saying to me like, oh, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. And I bet anyone that's looking at the AMC app isn't even going to know what that is. No, and if it's like any other anime anime movies, um, you can't see it as part of your subscription. Because mm. remember like the, try, the Broly movie and whatever. Right. And even the previous My Hero movie, I think. Right, wow. Were outside of the subscription. So and whatever. all the, the Ghibli movies. All those too, yeah. Mm. So that was like kind of – it was. I don't want to say it was annoying, but it was like – a little forced. Yeah, it was it was a little like forward. You know, it's like weird vibe. Yeah, it's like we don't But I, he's the money guy. I know. I was like, I get it, but yeah. huh. he's in character. <laughs> um and and he talked for like entirely too long. And then they did uh, they did a thing that I will say I don't know. Now I'm now I'm wondering if I'm like breaching any like thing that I signed. Did I'm you not, sign a thing? I don't know. I, I went I don't I don't want to get Zach in trouble. I'm because I'm not I'm not really talking shit, I'm just documenting. And there's like three people here. <laughs> That's true. Um, they do a call and response thing, which always makes my skin crawl. You when know? did they do this? Right before the movie started. Okay. Now, you know my hero. Do you know what the call and response thing was? If anybody's a my hero fan in the chat, you guys probably know. I am here. Mm-mm. It, it's four words. I don't know. My brain's mush right now. Go beyond yeah. plus ultra. Plus ultra yeah. So he basically is like, okay, I'm going to do this now so we can like get out of the way. Oh, no. And, you know, when I say go beyond – or on the count of three, when I say go beyond, you say plus ultra. And you say go beyond and the whole thing, plus ultra, like fucking explode. Everyone did it. Everyone did it. Not me. And they were filming probably something. This, was this not for Instagram? I don't think Later so. On? I think they were just doing it for the vibes. No way. Yeah. <laughs> to, to fix the vibes of the CFO <laughs> fucked yeah. up. Did, was he the caller? Of the uh-huh. call response? Oh, yeah. no. What? No. Oh. Yep. I don't know about yeah. any of this anymore. Yeah. Um, you didn't scream plus ultra? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How many times did they do it? Just one time. Oh. Just once. Would you have done it if they did it multiple times and you didn't the first time? Like if he was like, go beyond, and everyone said plus ultra, and he was like, go beyond, then would you have been sitting there like, ah, everyone did it, I'm going to do it? Tough to say. I would like to assume no because wow. it just makes my skin crawl, dude. Unless it's like <laughs> sick. And like, and it you don't just think wasn't. Plus ultra is sick? If okay, if if the Japanese voice actor, yeah, for All Might was yeah. there and was like, "Do this with me," I'd be like, "I'm not letting this guy down." Right. But the CEO from Funimation who just tried to get me to go to the movie theater on Friday, mm-hmm. I already saw the movie, bro. I'm not going again. It's the one banger. Yeah, like, like what I'm going to talk about. Like, I I would see. Okay, for the record, I saw the movie dubbed because it's Funimation thing. I would see it again in English or sorry in in Japanese. Yeah. But they're not doing that in the theaters. No way. They're doing the English version. No shot. Are they doing that in Japanese in fucking <laughs> Montebello? <laughs> so um, I would do it in the right circumstances, but not for the CFO. Uh, so the movie was good. Movie was, was pretty good. Like every My Hero movie, though, or like every like My Hero thing, pretty slow burn. Like lots of exposition. And, and then one fight. And then one fight where you're like redemption. Like Hell this yeah. was the sickest thing. Yeah. But like – I, and, you know, I, I kind of talked to Zach about this. It's like, I know they got to set the story up and whatever, but like, you're watching it and I'm like, do I even like my hero? Like, do I give a shit? Really? And just like, well, because A, like, it's not like fully about 
It's not, uh, it's not part of the story. Yeah. And, and it's not really like about like Deku. It's way more about this like other character yeah. and like Deku's a part of it and whatever. And, but then they get to the fight and you're like, wow, they really do fights really good. And they got a bunch of like, you know, powerful lines yeah. and they have some of the best music. I'm listening to two songs from the soundtrack. If you guys want to look it up, it's a song called flowers by Asian Kung Fu generation. Uh, it's really good. If you look that up, you'll see the other song that's in there that i never got the name of. Um, and the one fight's really good, but boy, is there a part at the end of, of the one fight that is atrocious. Right. It's just like, do you ever see something, you ever watch something, and you're like, I can't tell if this is bad, but I think it's bad. And then somebody else yeah. is like, did you see that fucking thing? And you're like, okay, good. Because it was like, mm. I thought it was pretty bad. That happens in a fight, and I was like, this is cool. People were like cheering for it, and then afterwards Zach's like, yo, when they did that thing, that was so fucking stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's what I think. But <clears throat> here's my one bad thing about the movie night. And I the whole story has been bad things. <laughs> what I do mean, you mean oh, one oh, bad thing? That's true. <laughs> oh, overall, it was pretty good because because my my phone uh, my I got to use my phone to take some cool photos. I got to see a movie for free. You know, got to see some some celebs that I like. Yeah. This is where it's bad. This yeah. is where it's bad. And I didn't know how I was going to tell this, but I feel like I got to be honest about my experience. Let's do it. Me and Zach waiting in line. Yeah. Oh. And we're waiting to take his photo. And we're just waiting there like normal people. There's a, It's like a little photo zone. It's like it's basically another red carpet that was still lit up was for there, people to take photos of. Was there like life-size Midoriya? No, just like a big movie poster basically. Okay. And uh, we're sitting there. Getting ready to take a photo, and I won't name them, but a group of influencers that I like walked up and just cut the whole line. So basically it was like these people were taking their photo. There was a group in front of us, and then me and Zach. They cut the whole line, and the guy who was in front of us, they were like, yo, do you mind taking a photo for us? And then he, they had this guy take the photo, and then they left, and I was like, dude, like, here's here's the thing. It was made worse by the fact that I would say 10, 15 minutes later after we are done, they do their thing. We take our photo, whatever. We walk out and we see them just standing around. Like I would understand if like they were busy, had to get home, whatever. And like you want to use your privilege for a moment to like be a shithead and get your photo done. But they were just like – they just didn't want to wait. They didn't think they had to wait. So they cut the line. And I was like, man, that's – That sucks. I hope I'm not like that if I ever become that famous. That's what that sucks. I feel like you wouldn't be. Yeah, probably not. Because like – you're off put by it now. There are uh, there Damn, are like, like some reasonable arguments. Like these th people would draw a crowd, like if they were just like standing around. Sure, but still, don't do that. Like yeah. like and, like would they draw a crowd if if the only other people that are there are people that don't really give a shit that they're kind of celebs? I, there were definitely people that gave a shit. They were oh, really? there. They're like a dude walked up to to one of them and was like, "Yo, I'm here with X Y Z," and like he like had to like cut a promo. So there's like a slight argument for it, but like it's still don't do that. No matter who you are, unless there's some like actual extenuating circumstance, and at that point, someone that's working the event is probably going to make sure you get to do the thing. So you have the staff member go to the line and be like, "Hey, sorry, like we just have to get something done really quick." Yeah. And if it's not if it's not important enough for a staff member to get involved, just wait in the line. Yeah, that's true. For like, 10, like 15 minutes. Your manager or somebody from the yeah. event should do it. Not don't just assume you can cut. Yeah. We learned about not cutting. 
in middle school, elementary school, preschool, probably. Dude, but let's then, remember that. Speaking of speaking of fucking cutsies. Yeah. After the event, me and Zach go to In and Out. Cool. And we went to the In and Out by UCLA, and it's like a fucking madhouse. There's like 800 college kids it. there, and the way the line works is like, you come in the door from the left, and the line is like out here, basically. And what effectively happens is there's a line in the In and Out, and there's a line out the In and Out because these people are basically just cutting into the every line. time they can. Yes. And we got fucking cut in the In and Out line, and I'm like. And I was going to say something, but these kids didn't speak English. I don't know. It was like some, it was a language I've never heard, actually. Okay. I don't know what the fuck it was. Okay. And um, so I was like, well, what am I going to say to this kid? He I, doesn't speak English. So that was annoying. Lots of cutsies happening. Yeah. Tuesday night. But overall, the movie's pretty good. I didn't get paid to say this, but if you like My Hero, you should see it. And I think that you should be, my estimation, you should be done with season three. Because okay. they don't show they don't show anything from season four. I was gonna ask you if it made you want to jump into the current season at all, but um, it's kind of sounding like you, you, it didn't move the needle either way. The movie, not so much, but just in general, I was talking I was talking with someone about my hero recently, and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit in my hero. There's cool okay. characters, whatever, and I got kind of excited, and then I watched the first episode again, and I was like. The, the the pacing of my hero is like horrible. There's always good like payoff. I haven't. I think I watched the first episode maybe of the yeah. new season, but I I haven't watched anything else. I'll wait till it's over and then binge it at some point. It's over. Uh, oh, <laughs> well then I'll binge it at some point. Um, <laughs> do you now? They keep making these movies that are just like complete spinoff, like. It doesn't matter. It's its own little thing. I'm going to try to look it up, but yeah. And like, I'm not going to tell them how to do their job. I don't really care. Like, I care more about the overarching storylines. Yeah. So I don't really give a shit about a movie that doesn't, like, tie into all that. Like, I'm, I'm content with the show. Yeah, I mean, it's... Are they doing it to, like, try to get new fans? Or they just want to do it? Or there are are there stories from the manga that, like, got glossed over and they're... So like, for this one in particular, uh, the authors supervise the story, but it's all written for the movie. So it has... Yeah. It doesn't have any premise beforehand yeah. or any repercussion for the future. Right. Um. So, I mean, it, it's basically just the way to get, like, more money. Yeah. Because the movies always do really well. So the CFO is there. Yeah, basically. Um, But, yeah, I don't – it's tough. Like, I think that there are really cool ways to do it, like how the JJK movie is going to be the prequel manga that came out that never got a show. Right. That's cool. Um, I don't want to say that this, like, feels like a money grab, but, like, it kind of is, like – I'm sure when you sign the licensing deal, they're like, you have to give X amount of episodes and a movie. So then this guy now has to like write a movie. So it's like definitely a money thing, but it's, it is still like a good story. So like if well, you, good. if you really like my hero, you can watch it, yeah. but I feel yeah, like no, there's no anime fans that are like, Oh dude, I, I love X anime cause of the movies, the like three movies that happened. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. There's this like, is a little weird, I guess. There's like a ton of like dragon ball movies, but the dragon ball movies are generally kind of important or they right. at least like introduce like Broly gets introduced in like both 
like big movies from Z and Super. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's weird. I think there's like some good Naruto movies. Yeah. The, the movies can be good. I'm just thinking, I don't know if there's someone out there that is like only a fan of the movies. You know? Maybe, maybe Pokemon 2000. My grandma. That movie's great. It is pretty good. I had it on DVD and my dog chewed it up. Chewed the, the box up. Oh. The DVD was in the DVD player because I watched it four times a day for like three years. That's <laughs> and the nice. dog was like chewing the box. I'm like, get that fucking disc out of there. <laughs> That's bald. Do something different. Um, but yeah. yeah I, well, that's um, cool. You got a little VIP. You have to do a little a little nice outing. A little VIP experience. It also, I'll say one thing was cool is seeing at least three people who were on my TV, my computer monitor that day in person. You have to do the side-by-side compare and contrast. Yeah. Also, it's completely unrelated, kind of unrelated. If anybody on here goes to Ludwig's stream from like a week ago, he was wearing a Cape Cod crew neck that was really fucking cool. Wanted to find out where it was. Had the opportunity. Was was Could have asked him. Wow. But he was like with people. And I was with Zach. And I didn't want to bother him. Maybe I should have though. <sighs> Tough set. I feel like the only situation in which you can ask Ludwig in person at that event that night specifically where he got that sweater. It's if he was wearing it. Is nope. Is if oh. well that would help a lot. Yeah. Like a fucking lot. Yeah. <laughs> my my suggestion is like the only other option and it is so far down the list compared to your option. He has to be completely alone. Yeah. Isolated on his phone. Yes. Yeah. And you have to kind of Make sure he sees that you're with Zach, mm. hoping he knows who Zach is, mm. and be like, oh, make sure Lud sees that you're telling Zach, hold on a second. Go up to him. Hey, bro, this is going to be fucking weird. Yeah. I didn't want to Listen to me. You. I know it's fucking weird. But it looked like you had a moment. I'm from the Cape, and I love the sweater yeah. that I was watching your stream, and I saw you wear. Let's ignore me being a little bit of a fanboy about that for just a second. Where did you get that fucking sweater? And then he might be like, oh, dude, it's cool. You're from the cave. I'm from so-and-so. Like, if yeah. he's chill, yeah. he can navigate that conversation to make it easy on you and, here's, like, kind of acceptable. Here's the thing. I think he would have. I think he would have been totally fine. Probably. But my crushing – You can't, dude. Listen, you can't – if he's with people, you can't go, hey, bro, I saw on your stream the other day you were wearing the sweater. I need to know where the sweater's from. That's, like – I can't think of a worse. Like, nah. my heart went from here. Just – I role-playing that for a second, it's, like, in my mouth. No, it was. I'm going to puke my and, insides. And so we, me and Zach sit down and I'm like, I say, I said to him something. I was like, I was like oh, I'm actually, it's cool because I'm actually like a pretty big fan of Ludwig. And he was like, oh, bro, you should have like, you should have told me. I, I would have like said what's up for you. And I was like, no, that's <laughs> even weirder. He knows him. They're like. I don't know if they know each other, but he could have. Zach would have just been like, oh, my, my boy likes you. <laughs> and then Ludwig would have been like, what's up, dude? And I'd be like. Oh, my boy. Where'd, you. where'd you get the sweater? Yeah. Yeah, I like you. I like your sweater more. All I'm saying the is one that says Cape Cod. All I'm, I'm saying is Jair, if you're here, clip that out. We gotta send it to Ludwig. Get Ludwig sweater. We'll post it on TikTok. Hopefully, get his attention. I feel like Cyberbones would be good at just cold DMing Ludwig and finding this out for us. What have I told you? I cold DM Ludwig. I didn't find it out. That's true. Cyber might be more persistent. That's true. He's got less to lose. That's true. Every like every other beat of your story made my skin crawl. 
Like it was like, oh yeah, yeah, Sean went to the thing and then they did the call and response. And then the other thing was cool. And then someone cut in the line and then the ending was pretty cool. And then he fucking wanted to talk to Ludwig about the sweater. Like, yeah, can I catch a fucking break, dude? Nope. No, Oof. sir. Um, well, you, but you also went to the movies. I did, but we're going to get to that in just a moment. Okay. Because my that rules, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a part A and a part B. Okay. But it's Dune at large. Okay. Maybe you guys have heard of it. It's a book from the 60s and a movie from right now. I saw a really funny, <laughs> I saw a really funny text that was like, my friends and I just saw Dune and we're talking about it. Well, it's this girl texting her dad, this guy texting his dad. Yeah. And he's like, like, how are you not still thinking about Dune or whatever? And he just replies, I've been thinking about <laughs> Dune since I was 17. Nice. <laughs> and it reminds me of that thing from the book, from the the Chronicles of Narnia. It's like, don't cite the, the old, the old magic to me, which I was there when it nice. was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to that dad. Yeah. I have also been thinking about it since I was like probably 16 or 17 because in high school I is when I first heard about the book Dune. I was on some, I think I was honestly on Stumbled Upon. Wow. Think about that. Wow. At some, somewhere on the internet, I ended up on a list of books, like like the top five books that you need to read before you die or something. And I was fucking bored. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. And Dune was one of them. And I was like reading about it. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And I went, this has got to be 2000. What year did we graduate? 12? Yeah. So this has to be 2010. Yeah. Probably. I went to the Barnes & Noble at the mall on Cape Cod. Yeah. And I found Dune. Okay. And it was so fucking big. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know it's going to be a 700-pager. I don't, I don't know if I'm really cut out for that. Yeah. But I'll read a little bit because I like to re- read like maybe the first page or two at the bookstore to see. And holy shit, I read the first page and a half and I was like, no, can't do it. Have you ever read like a single dude? Is the language crazy? Oh, it's the whole thing is gibberish. And well, I'll get to that in a second, because now that I've actually completed it, I feel like achievement unlocked for doing this. But I read the first like page and a half and like every other word is a made up word by this guy. And I was like, yeah, actually not what I'm interested in right now. Mm. Like it's on the list of books before I die. Hopefully I got a few your few more years in me and I can get to this book later. So I've been thinking about reading this book. For a long time. Yeah. Probably 10 years. Movie comes out and I'm like, okay, I got to I've always wanted to read the book. I know it's like this world-renowned masterpiece of a book. I got to read it and then I'll see the movie. So I fucking, I ordered it like months ago and I read the first 50-ish page, uh, maybe 30 to 40 pages of this book like three or four times over. Mm-hmm. Over the course of a few months, like picking it up and putting it down before I was finally like, I got to just power through it and like mm. see if I can catch on to what the fuck is going on. Mm. And it's, you know, it is sci-fi. It is from the 60s. The guy made up every other word, like I said, like it's totally in, in the back. There's a, it's like a 20 page dictionary of wow. his own words and he's defining them and it's great. And it's like, you know. The, this thing means this, see this definition. So then you're doing the scavenger hunt in the back of the book, learning everything. It's a lot. It's a, it's a real journey. It's a lot. It is a lot. And here's what I will say now that I have finished the book. I'm really glad that I did it. I didn't have mm, the greatest clue about what was going on in the story until page like 150. And that's a really bad 
sell on a book yeah. that I would recommend. But like when it clicked for me, I remember the night that it clicked and I remember the part of the book where I was like, holy shit, I'm, I'm connecting all the dots that he's been like laying out for me for 150 pages. And from there I was just like, I'm hooked. I like need to know what's going on because I finally like learned the language enough to not have to check every time a new word came up. And you kind of learn like the way, like when he introduces a new word, you can kind of put together some other ideas that he had taught you. So it's a really interesting experience, uh, in that regard. And at a, at around page 150 out of like the 600 or whatever in my copy was when I was like, holy shit, like I think I can, I think I can do this a little more fluidly. And, uh, and so I, I, I fucking, I finished it and it felt like a pretty rewarding experience for having to like learn how to read it and read it. And I, I get, I definitely get why it has so much praise. Hmm. I am a little surprised that it, it became so popular Mm. because the barrier to entry is like kind of insane Mm. for a book. It's sold like, it's like one of the best selling books of all time. I think it sold like tens of millions of copies. Like Mm. even then, like it was selling incredibly well. Mm. And I'm just like a little in shock that, that something that is like pretty challenging and difficult right off the bat can do so well, but shout out to that guy. Cause he made it work. And the subject matter is very much about politics and economy, mm. not very much about like we're action packing this thing and like keeping you on the edge of your seat. But it is a very tense book, even though I'm telling you it's like not like action packed exactly. I was like really like needing to turn the page over and over again. This is the first time I've like fully read a book in a couple of years now, I was reading a little bit back when we were doing like the kind of book club with uh, Bill and Fitz. Mm, we read mm. the um, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, which mm. is what they turn into Blade Runner um, and like the the Norse mythology book. So it's been a while since I like went through a whole book and to do a, such a lengthy book. Probably, this is probably the longest book I've read. It's a big one. Um, it's cool. And I, I immediately I, I finished it the book the other night yep. immediately ordered the second one. Cause I was like, Oh, I, I just need to read the rest of this. And I, there's six of them wow. by the original author. His son took over and did some stuff that I don't know that I'll bother with. Um, but I didn't know that there were six of them mm, until, yeah, until a couple of years ago, probably maybe, well, maybe like a year or two ago when mm. like, I wanted to get back into reading it. I always thought it was just a one, the one banger standalone. Yeah. This guy just wrote like one insane book. Cause everyone's always talking about like, dude, no one's that I've heard of ever like is praising the whole shit. Yeah. And, uh, I just immediately had to like buy the next one and I started it and I'll tell you what the first 10 pages of the second book, some of the coolest 10 pages of a book I've ever read That's just cool. given like it only works because of the first book, but the way that he sets up the first 10 pages, so fucking sick. And that's another thing I want to talk about. There's a really cool feature mechanism of the book of Dune that I'll tell you about because it was kind of my favorite part of the whole experience. Before every chapter, mm-hmm. like at the start of every chapter, is this little blurb that comes from this fake history book that exists in the world. So you read this little blurb by – they're all by the same – 
person, the author of the fake author of this fake book. They're just a character. Um, and it just sets up like, it's kind of like you get the history text mm -hmm. and then the story of that thing. Hmm. That's cool. And it's, it's really, really interesting because there are times where you just know exactly what's going to happen mm. in a chapter. And it can be a twist in the story that you're like, holy shit. But they just tell you like that doesn't count as a spoiler to you. Like, no, because the way it works is really cool and interesting. Like, I can't I won't say one of them, but like the cool I know what the coolest one is in my opinion. There's a couple, but there's one that is like I had to read it twice the first time I read it because I was like, is that they're really just saying what's going to happen here? You saw the movie? I have seen the movie. Do they do the blurbs in the movie? No, and we'll talk about that in a second. So there, well, there is you, one you chapter. Can, you can spoil the blurb to me. I'm never reading that book. Zero percent I don't want to spoil that movie. Oh, it spoils the movie? It would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about how I saw the movies, but I won't like really do a spoiler. Um, we should go. If you, if you want to see Dune, I'll go. I'm, I'm watching it. In okay. my room. Got it. Um, I had to read the, this like little the history blurb thing twice because I was like, no way. They just said this is going to happen. And I read it and I was like, okay, like I guess that's going to happen. And then even though I knew everything that was going to happen in that chapter, mm -hmm. I was like on the edge of my seat like, holy fuck, this is really, it's really going down. Like they're doing this. Really, really cool. And so I was thinking like, man, how are they going to translate that? into a movie and the only thing I could think of which obviously they wouldn't do is the way Wes Anderson <laughs> in some of his movies if you're familiar with Wes Anderson movies they are not like the new Dune movie but sometimes he'll put like a little like this is the first part of of this story mm. and it's happening because X like a little mm. title cardy type of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was thinking like man I wouldn't be opposed to that I think that would be pretty cool they didn't do fucking anything like that so like every bit of the book that is in that like little history book uh snippet thing not not set up so plainly mm. in the movie uh but it makes sense and i was also wondering like like i said the book is very much about like politics and economy and i was really thinking like how are they going to make some like box office hit action movie like action sci-fi movie out of something so technical like everything is about these like i don't know nuances in the government mm. uh but they they did a pretty good job the movie i think is a fantastic movie mm. i was really like blown away by it um i was more blown away by the guy sitting next to me who was somehow breathing louder than the han zimmer soundtrack in the imax theater <laughs> that guy deserves an award for something <laughs> um but the movie, the movie is really great. Like cinematography is like insane. Like every image, like every still from it is like, holy shit. Like this movie's fucking cracked. That's cool. Um, they took some liberties with the story. They left out, I will say, my like favorite scene from the book, which was definitely a bummer because when I was reading that scene in the mm -hmm. book, I was like, this is going to be so dope in the movie. It's as if it never existed. So that's a bummer. Um, but you could read also just like the first half of the book and then go see the movie because the movie's only covering the first half. And then the oh. second movie that they just announced finally is the second half of the book. Interesting. And then the third movie is the second book, Messiah, that I'm reading. That, oh. Assuming that the second movie makes money, which it obviously will. Yeah. But that's 
uh, Denise Villeneuve, however you say his name, is French guy, this guy who made the movie. That has been his plan to do a trilogy, which is book one and book two. That's cool. With book one split up. Um, kind of like the precedent for that was like how it, the new it, is chapters one and two, but that's oh. one book. And oh. then they made two movies. I didn't know so, it was a book. Yeah. And, oh, really? It's a Stephen King yeah. book. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't you might know. Have that. But the, the new it is chapter one and chapter two. And they didn't green light chapter two of the movie until the first one did well. So like same kind of deal happened for this Dune to be made. Yeah. But like it's it's been like the most anticipated movie. Yeah. For how long? And the cast is like fucking everyone. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, casting was great. Fucking everything about it was great. Some liberties were taken, which I think, you know, everyone's going to tell me I'm wrong for being like, put the book stuff in the movie. But like put the book stuff in the movie, you know. And uh, I went to a movie theater for it that I had never been to before, and there was no parking. And I don't mean all the spots were taken. I mean I couldn't find the parking lot to the theater. Wow. It was like the theater was just there, and there was like the couple of employee spots, and I had to park at a hotel that was like behind it. Wow. And I was like, am I going to get towed? Yeah. It's going to be worth it because I'm going to miss the movie, so fuck it. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it was also my first time seeing a movie since we saw huh. – Onward, the Pixar movie. Wow. And that was like very beginning of COVID. Like we're hearing about COVID. Nothing's yeah. closed yet. Like maybe COVID's going to be a thing. So it's been a while. Yeah. It was It was so not COVID. Owie bought Movie Pass. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that was the only thing we yeah. saw. And I, uh, I re-upped on my Movie Pass hmm. because I was thinking like if I'm going to go see this one movie – it's going to be like the same price as movie pass. And there's a few movies I want to see. Yeah. Might as well just do it. Uh, and then today I went and I saw the last duel. Mm. So I'm really taking advantage of my movie pass thing. And I'm, I'm really uh, doing good on me saying a couple weeks ago on that rules, the movie passes the shit. True. Um, and you're getting over your fear of going back to the movies. Yeah. I just felt like maybe it's not, I'm, I'm not allowed or like I'm scared to breathe. But how, how did you feel there? The guy was breathing really loud next to me over the Hans Zimmer soundtrack somehow. <laughs> if true. that guy had COVID, everyone within two square miles of that theater has COVID now. Yeah, that's true. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I know it's cool. And and going today, like both both that sh- the Dune showing and the the movie I saw today, The Last Stool, like no one was really in the theater. Yeah. Surprised that the Dune one was so empty, but like it was in Norwalk. It was like kind of late at night. Maybe so they could also be limiting, limiting occupancy. That's true. Well, that's true. They, if they were limiting occupancy at Century City, mm-hmm. they were doing it by showing every seat being full for Dune. Because when I looked to go to Century City, because I wanted to go to IMAX, mm-hmm. literally every seat was full except the front row. So I don't know if they were mm-hmm. like fake full or if that movie theater was actually packed. Well, I mean, how else would they do it? Yeah, they, right. it must be that way. So maybe, yeah, maybe that theater wasn't full. I don't know. Um, I feel like I wanted to tell you something about my experience today. At the, oh, dude, so it's an AMC. Yeah. And you know how, like, they do the commercials. And then they do the little thing that's, like, the guy being, like, don't be on your phone. Like, we're at the movies. And, like, look at the Coke River. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the ice cubes are dancing. They did that. And then there's a new one. And it's, like, three minutes of not Kira Knightley, but like an actor similar to her, um, t- 
talking about AMC. She's like walking around in an AMC theater talking about like, you know, we're going to the movie. Sorry, the old telephone from the 40s is ringing in our studio. Um, talking about going to the movies, bring your friends. She's doing the CFO thing from the My Hero. She's like, bring your friends and Dude. like, come do this. And I'm like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. You don't have to sell it to me. Like, I already have an issue where my phone gives me ads for things I've bought. It's like, you yeah. know I bought this. Yeah. But I know it's the data you have, so you're showing it to me. But I'm sitting in the AMC. Why yeah. are you giving me the AMC ad? Similarly, the thing, the thing that's been really bothering me about Dune in particular is everybody who's talking about it is like, what an amazing theatrical experience. You have to go to see this in the theater. And it's kind of like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Mm. It's on HBO. Like, it might be better. It might be how they intended don't tell me what to do. I got on HBO. I you know? I enjoyed it in IMAX, of course. If you want to watch it on your TV, I don't give a shit. It it just feels like it just feels like this is the this is like half the theater propaganda movie. Mm. Like no other movie was shown in the theater ever, you know, for like a year. And then Shang-Chi was like the only, you could only see it in theater. And then now everyone is is being like militant. It, it just it feels like half propaganda, like half like Fucking AMC propaganda. And when Tenet came out, the Nolan movie, which oh, yeah, was also true. like hugely anticipated for years, they were doing the big like you – well, and Nolan came out and was like, you have to see it in the theater. That is how I intended it. And like I get it because like they film it on the big fucking IMAX camera. They like – they of course they want – like if you make a song, you want someone to listen to it with headphones, not like – 10 seconds on the Instagram story, but everyone's going to watch it the easiest way or listen to it the easiest way or whatever. So you just like, you just don't actually get to choose. <laughs> yeah. Like. No, you just, yeah. Just do whatever. And, and so all these directors and shit, they're like a little bit stuck in their old ways. They're like, Oh, well I want it to be in the theaters. And dude, Warner brothers told the guy that made Dune, like if this doesn't do good in theaters, like I don't know that we give a shit about it doing good on HBO max. So you might not get a second movie. I'm like pretty sure that was like the deal. So that would like suck yeah. if everyone did like the HBO thing, but also like those fucking boomers running the company need to know that HBO Max is like totally fine. It's just like and dude, like it's also fine. also dude, like okay, here's a perfect example. Not that what I went to was like exactly a theater for the My Hero thing, yeah. But like, dude, my TV is fucking massive mm -hmm. and it sounds great. Like it's gonna hey, look watching doing it honestly in your bed would be cool. Like it's gonna look fine. Yeah. You know, but I, I could show you about, about like, cause I follow a lot of fucking film people. Yeah. And they're being crazy about it. Tons of people like you have to go to the theater. It's, it's like, annoying. I actually don't. No, it's I don't. On HBO Max. I don't. And I'll, I'll watch it on my fucking cell phone here right now with the light glare on yeah. my phone. <laughs> and, and speaking of that and about what I was just saying, which is tenant, I want to say something. Go for it. We don't need anymore to do this thing which is having characters whisper or mumble kind of or like talk like this when the Hans Zimmer soundtrack is booming <laughs> and there's like you just don't know what they're saying like yeah. in Tenet yeah. you haven't seen it? No. But you know the complaint? Well it's mixed like shit. Mixed like Shit. The characters are wearing fucking masks and they're like, <laughs> you, like, there's no way to know what they're fucking saying. Uh. And I'm not trying to, I'm like, I'm a fan of Nolan. I did an episode on the Nolan movies. Like, 
That is fair criticism. If I don't know what the fuck you're saying, yeah. come the fuck on. And so in this movie, there's a couple of scenes where it's getting a little, eh, a little like questionable what's going on here. And a couple of variables. One, is it because I'm in a theater? So it's just like really loud and like there's no way to know and the room is like crazy. But no, because I watched Tenet on my fucking TV and I didn't know what they were saying. And I think we don't need to be filming those scenes like that, mixing those scenes like that. And you want to know what's funny? You want to know a little a little thing to tie this all together? Denise, Denis, I don't know, the French guy that made fucking Dune? Yeah. Guess what he thinks is a masterpiece? Tenet. So is he wrong? A little a little bit, because if the audio was mixed better, maybe the movie would be a masterpiece. But there is a criticism. So as a masterpiece, I don't know. I love Tenet. It's quite good. But now this guy, the Dune guy, is yeah. doing the shitty talking audio. And I'll tell you what. Mm. And I'm not trying to hold t- listen, whole time I was at Dune, I was thinking of the meme of the guy at the party, and I was like, they don't know I read the book. <laughs> like that's me at Dune. I think the guy next to me, the breather, I think he had read Dune because when I was going, oh huh, to parts that like they did the it, the book justice with he was also kind of going mm, that was cool mm. but there were parts where the audio's fucked and i was thinking like oh i'm the only person here that knows what they're saying because i remember this mm. i know what this conversation is about mm. but i was the whole time i was trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who had not read the book to see like how the movie would be and there are some parts that i'm curious about if they were like making sense mm. especially given that entire lines of dialogue i was having trouble with mm. and i knew what they were saying here's another reason to watch it at home subtitles subtitles yeah if you wanted to um so here's my question for you yeah the spoiler guy yeah you just did spoilers for the movie right you ruined the whole movie for yourself because you of read the book because you read the whole book no because the book came first so i like I didn't spoil the this, movie. This really. is no, you did. You spoiled the movie. Well, well, you spoil the movie as a piece of media. Sure. Even though the book came first. Yeah. Because you read, you read the script basically, mm. but it doesn't bother you. No, because the book came first. That doesn't matter. I think it does. Your spoiler loopholes are crazy. <laughs> I, like, I understand it in terms of like a spoiler yeah. argument, but I did want to experience. Like the story of Dune in its original medium, that was my goal. So, you, so the movie, so the movie is the spoiler for you. It would have been of the in book. this case, yeah. But no matter what, if one form of media exists in two different ways, you're spoiling one of them. Yep, I guess. That's crazy. I guess so. <laughs> it's it's crazy. You have to understand, as somebody who knows how fucking freaky you are about spoilers, mm-hmm. that you're able to be like, well, that's not a spoiler but about that. But if someone's like, oh, Jason Statham's in this movie, you're like, ah, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. Like, you you won't watch the trailer. Mm. You actually, there's a, there's a movie, a, a music video came out today. Imagine Dragons and J.I.D. have a song for the new League of Legends show, Arcane. Okay. And it has some scenes. Mm. You wouldn't watch it because it's spoilers. That's right. <laughs> but you read the script for the movie. <laughs> and and yeah. what's even crazier is your main motivation for for reading the book or the impetus for reading the book was that the movie was coming out. Right. They're all, there is, there's a spoiler web 
occurring here. It's like it's it's, it's like, like the the recycle symbol. Like one thing's pointing at another thing that causes the thing to happen. That causes the thing to happen. That causes. It, it's like you're right. Okay, I wanted to read the book since I was a kid. Okay, sure. However, if the movie never came out, yeah, you maybe never read I that kept book. Putting it off. So it's like the movie came out. So now I want to read the book that is the story of the movie. But you could have just watched the movie for the story of the movie. <laughs> if you want the story of Dune, I would not recommend only seeing the movie. They did a lot of... But it's also only half the book. Mm. It's about <laughs> a tenth of the book. <laughs> like, yes, they the last scene in the movie is a scene that happens halfway through the book. But in terms of what they included... Mm. And like... And here's the thing. There is... Given how the book is set up and the way this dude writes... And I'm sure anyone that's read the Game of Thrones books and then watch the show has the same takeaway from watching the show. There's like no way there is a way, but it would involve like making a bad movie. I think like there's just stuff that can't translate into a movie because the book is written not from a single character's perspective. Uh, so you get everyone's thoughts. Uh, if someone thinks a thing mm -hmm. like the narrator of the book knows yeah. everything. Yeah. And you can't in the movie. I, you could, but I wouldn't recommend in the movie. Every time someone has a thought that is maybe a page long, yeah, the movie freeze frames, yeah, and you're listening to a dialogue from the character who's just standing there, yeah. And so much of the book takes place at in those times in someone literally in someone's head, and like, and they fucking left out my favorite scene, which I think did so much like setting up who is who. But yeah, I mean, I guess I spoiled the movie, but. But I did want to uh, experience. Both these things are true. The original, yeah, that's right. You wanted to experience it, but you spoiled the shit out of the movie. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but so, what I will say, and you know, if I'm getting a little too in the weeds here, fine. But I still like I didn't. I didn't watch like the trailers and shit because I still wanted to be like wowed by the movie for the first time without like seeing how it looks. Really, like I wanted to go into the movie having not seen really what it looks like, so I could just like see all that for the first time. So like I would have considered the commercials. Spoiler alert. So crazy. The, the, ang the anguish would you have with media. Do you want me to share a bad thing? Sure. You roast me to hell for this one. I mean, you've experienced sure. me do it. So like about the, the avoiding the movie theater ads. Well, yeah, I'm sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting in the theater. Yeah. Commercials on. Yeah. For the before Dune. I got Lincoln Park bumping in my AirPods. Yeah. I'm reading Tower of God Im on my phone. Important, important to note. You're spoiling the anime, by the way. Important to note. He lost a pair of AirPods doing this exact thing. <laughs> That's right. Spoilers. Today, spoilers are worth so fucking much to this dude. Two hundred dollars on the drain. <laughs> That's right. And today I made sure when I was done with my AirPods after, during the commercials to put my AirPods in my button pocket <laughs> so they wouldn't <laughs> fall out. Uh, um, but yeah, I also uh, found out mm. given today's experience and Dune's experience, the commercials run for about 20 minutes. Uh, so I might just be showing up 20 minutes after the showtime, walking in during the Coke River ice cubes dancing part. But if you fuck it up. Oh, then I have to go home. You have to go home. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. One time I went to the movie and was late and I left. Yeah. No, I, can't, I, like, I get that. I even the other day I, I was talking to Summer. We, we were trying to play Back for Blood. We, we played Back for Blood and I was – I. the way multiplayer works in that game is weird. You can basically jump in the middle of someone else's run. Mm. But <clears throat> there are like four characters you unlock 
in the first act. So I missed unlocking the characters, but I was playing the game and I just kind of was like, Bleh. I lost like the drive because I didn't get the payoff and I'm in the middle of this game. Yeah. And and she beat it or something and she was like, oh, like, I'd be willing to like play with you. And I was like, to be honest with you, I probably don't beat that game, like play that game completion. She was like, why? And I was like, ah, just, you got to find a group of people who have not played it. I'm not trying to get dragged through this thing. I already kind of owned myself. So I get it. You miss, you miss a little bit of the setup, like meh cares yeah you know it's tough tough to care really um did it's funny you were talking about uh two well two different things earlier you said like this the the spoiler blurb like even though you knew it was gonna happen you're on the edge of your seat that's how i feel a lot of the time that's how i felt watching a lot of the my hero stuff because i had read mm. ahead and mm-hmm. I, I even though i knew it was gonna happen i was like that's the that's how come sometimes it sounds like they're just in the room and then they're gone. Sorry about that, everyone. <clears throat> um, still a little bit of gas. And I really wanted to do that with Attack on Titan. Yeah. But I was just like lazy as fuck and never got around to it. Yeah. But I've been reading Chainsaw Man. Yeah. And I'm everything I read, and I feel like this might be like a manga specific thing. Yeah. I'm just so fucking excited to see it yeah. uh, translated into anime. For sure. So I get it. That was cool. Um, I had another topic, but I'm going to save it for next week. That way I got something to talk about. Okay. Um, so I think it's time to go between the car blaring the shit and Vita Wood having her little fucking concert downstairs. Yeah. Well, guys, that was episode fuck 56, The Age of That Rules. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can go to espionagevr.com. Forgot which sponsor it was. Thursday, dude. Vibes are off. Hey, they are. Um, espionagevr.com. Use code HU15 to get 15% off your order. And the sirens are on our end. And as always, thanks to Elgato for giving us a year we need to make great stuff for you. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.